I want to say welcome back, but there's going to be a little twist, and I only have so long to, to really go over that twist really quick. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. It's brainy days, but it's brainy bits. So what we want to start doing is having some shorter episodes that you can just kind of listen to to consume a whole bunch of knowledge at once, especially when it comes to vocabulary and stuff for for neuroscience in particular, it's a very dark and heavy field, much like many others, but yeah, yeah, I think the idea is to like quickly deep dive into the some of the basic concepts and stuff uh to make sure listeners have like a good overview um so if anything we say doesn't make sense, hopefully it'll make sense later. Is that a cat? Yes. Me. That was one of my children. <laughs> one of my cats. <laughs> I hate that I just called them my children. I actually didn't mean to yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shut up. <laughs> Usually they, res- they just stop. Um, so yeah, we'll be talking about things like different definitions of words, uh, specifically, obviously, relating to the brain. Um, and uh, like just explaining like different concepts quickly and so the idea is to keep it pretty short um cover a simple topic yeah okay so we're just gonna jump right into it we're just gonna jump into this the brain is made of neurons what what what, one step back what's the brain what (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing this early (laughs) this the central nervous system no what's the brain what is a brain? I feel like that got philosophical pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, I guess we could start at what's inside the brain. What's the what do you okay? What do you want to start? No, you start it. You start it. You know what? <laughs> just ignore me. Take it. Do away. you have a definite? Do you have an answer for what you were asking? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> okay. The brain is part of the central nervous system. There are two main parts of the central nervous system. The other one is always forgotten. There's the brain, and there's the spinal cord, which is just as important. Yes. Nah, brain is probably more important, let's face it. Um, <laughs> That's how you anger half the field of neuroscience. <laughs> Paul? Yes? Pop quiz, how many neurons are do they say there are in the brain? There are exactly 100 billion neurons inside of single the brain. Not a single less. Yeah, agreed. That is what they tell us, at least, that there are 100 billion neurons in the brain. Yeah, that's the human brain also. Obviously different for different species. There are neurons and glia. There are a bunch of different kinds of glia. First, what are glia? The glia is basically kind of all the other cells in the brain that aren't neurons. Uh, so that includes things like astrocytes, um, microglia, uh, oligodendrocytes, Schwann cells, endomyocytes, not endomyocytes, ependymal cells. Oh, ependymal. A- ependymal cells. Ependymal cells. Ependymal cells. And yeah, so these these glia cells, uh, uh, they do different things in the brain, um, such as like... <laughs> get rid of the waste and stuff. Yeah, get rid of the waste. Right. They like... They insulate the neurons to send faster signals. Some of them, the Schwann cells, and oligodendrocytes, and oligodendrocytes. I have to enunciate. Um, immune response. Stuff. Immune responses, that kind of stuff. There's a lot of them. 
astrocytes swan cells look at dendrocytes microglia there's all these different kinds microglia mm-hmm. are just tiny little baby glia yeah that are super important too and we're just starting to figure that out <laughs> and then there's a bunch of different types of neurons so but we just said there's neurons <laughs> yeah yeah that'll be another another day well, there's inhibitory and excitatory neurons. That's good. That, yeah. that's, a, that's a good distinction there. Inhibitory and excitatory, definitely. An excitatory neuron will excite whatever it's connected to, um, and an inhibitory neuron will sort of turn off whatever it's connected to. Right. All right, let's go lobes. Lobes. What's your favorite lobe? My favorite load is... Load? My favorite load. Uh, my favorite lobe is the occipital lobe, <sighs> because I love vision and visual cortex because that's what he does his work on his occipital i would probably say i don't know i'm a fan of the frontal lobe but i think i have to give i'm more interested in stuff that goes on in the temporal lobe okay which could be like memory could be spatial memory that's kind of what i did my research on too i like the processing also huh auditory processing auditory processing so the frontal lobe is the very front of your brain. It's right behind your your forehead. Yes. We've talked about this before, I think. The very front of your forehead, it's part of your brain called the prefrontal cortex. Because it's prefrontal, it's like before the, the frontal. The yeah, the very of tip the of the frontal. It's called cortex because, I don't know what it is in Latin, but there's a word that means bark and it's close to cortex. It's. I think it's just cortex. Is it just cortex? Yeah. Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong. Let me just Google that real quick. Let me keep Google up. Yeah, it's just cortex in Latin. It is just cortex. Bark. Cool, cool. Literally bark. Bark. <laughs> so yeah, bark. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so the idea is that it's like the sort of outer shell surrounding area of the brain. Every lobe has white matter and gray matter. And gray matter is the, the cortex. So we didn't really finish talking about the lobes, though. So there's frontal, there's temporal, there's parietal, there's occipital. We should we should do it more of like spatially organized. So like going okay. from front to back. Okay, we can do that. Yeah. So so like um, thinking about the lobes, going from the front of the brain to the back of the brain. At the very front, you have your frontal your frontal lobe, and then um, if you like run your hand across the middle top of your head, uh, from the frontal lobe you'll go to the parietal lobe, uh, which is basically the top of your head. And then if you go all the way to the back of your head, that's where your occipital lobe is, so like visual cortex area. Um, and then the sides of your your head uh, next to your temples um, is where your temporal lobes are. Um, temporal, I hate that. Yeah. Anyway, um, I say temporal. Yeah. But then resting under your occipital lobe uh, is a small area of the brain uh, called the cerebellum. You could even say it's inferior to inferior yes the occipital lobe because it's under it not that it's less than in any capacity but just that it is directly under as opposed to superior but yes you're right still applies yes (laughs) what else no those are the four lobes yeah but what else what other parts of the brain are there after the lobes no there's the cerebellum then there's the midbrain cerebellum yes um and then oh yeah the midbrain the hindbrain the midbrain and the hindbrain together are the brainstem. We're just going quick, quick, quick. Frontal is like executive functioning. We have a prefrontal cortex, which is in the very, very front of our frontal lobe. So it's preceding our frontal lobe. And then our temporal lobe has like memory and stuff. That's where a lot of our limbic system is too, actually. So some emotions. Our parietal, the parietal lobe 
is somatosensory and motor. Uh, that's really the main things that go on there. The occipital lobe is vision. And then there's the cerebellum, which, Paul, do you want to talk about the cerebellum function? I could be a little wrong on this, but I can go for it. Um, so the cere- cerebellum. <laughs> uh, the cerebellum is uh, used for reflex control uh, and um, like sort of slight innate movements uh, like uh, saccades or just general reflexes. It's like a, a quick path to motor system. Saccades are like when you move your eyes from place to place. But also... It's like coordination in general, movement, movement oh, and coordination. Thing, yeah. yeah, so like if you're unstable, you know, you could have an issue with your cerebellum if you like balance. say get a con- concussion. Hmm? Like balance. Yeah, balance and also like, yeah, there's a lot there. There's still one more section of the brain that everybody always forgets, I think. The spinal cord. No, part of the brain. Part of the brain. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I forgot that. I said the cerebellum, all right? The insula. What is the insula? The insula is like if you were to take the temporal lobe and like open it and look underneath. <laughs> like if you were to pull the frontal lobe and the temporal lobe like away from each other. There's a whole other cortical area, and that's the insula. And it's said to have to do with perceptions of disgust, for instance. I think I've read that. Um... Okay, really quickly, let's go through some directionality, and then we're just going to have to call it an episode, because that's already, like, a little, that's a lot of brainy bits. Uh, But yeah, yeah, Uh, we just wanted to cover some of the more, like, directional and, uh, like, relative position terms that are often used in most anatomy in general, but uh, also definitely in the brain. We'll start by just uh, listing some of the relative planes that are often used. Um, The first is... Uh, the transverse plane, so that's anything that lies sort of along a horizontal axis. It's also called the horizontal plane, um, and also the axial plane. Um, the uh, Another plane is the frontal plane, and so, like, if you're standing up, that's the plane that would separate, like, the front half uh, of your body from, like, the back half. Um, and then the last plane is the sagittal plane um or the longitudinal plane and that's sort of the one that would separate your body into like left and right side so those planes are used for sort of like uh relative comparison like above and below or for example like if you have like an mri scan done on your brain um and you want to like see the slices of the brain um like in a 2d image even though it's a, a 3d scan um you might like traverse those scans using one of these three different like plane um or axes yeah that's true i would agree that it like um that we use the planes for directionality in the brain but i think we use like terms like dorsal ventral rostral caudal i think we use those more for directionality in the brain yeah i just said we're going to start with the planes but i don't think we use the planes for directionality is what i'm saying i just think it's like a way to navigate the brain kind of that's the whole point of the episode. When I say navigate, no, like to navigate. Yeah, you're right. To navigate the brain. Literally the title. But not the words that we're about to talk about. You know what I mean? Like the planes oh, are yeah. not in the words. I guess you could say it's like there's like a sagittal fissure or something. But there's not really many of those. 
Yeah, I mean, but like if you're reading a paper and they've like done like a cross section slice of the brain where they're labeling something, like yeah, you want to know sort of like w- like where that is. So you yeah. might refer to it as like a sagittal slice. Um, right, right. Anyway, so what I was saying was, if you were looking at a specific area of the brain, you'd use words like dorsal, ventral, medial, lateral, to like talk about in res- respective to other parts of the brain, basically. Yeah. So let's talk about what those mean. Dorsal, dorsal fin, back, top. Yeah, it's the back or the top. Dorsal fin is the way I always remember that. Ventral is the opposite of dorsal, right. the belly or the underside. Medial is like more toward the middle, mm-hmm. but also it can be used for like away from the sides. <laughs> yes. That kind of means middle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say towards the center where the opposite is lateral, which is away from the center or more towards the sides. Right, there's medial and lateral. And there's rostral and caudal. These are my two favorites. Do you know what I mean? I forget. Rostral means like toward the nose or something in Latin. Rostrum is like your nose or something like that. And then caudal is like your caudal fin. Now there's another one of those fins. I'm using all these. Mm-hmm. these fish analogies but it makes it easier to remember caudal is like toward the back toward the tail that's what caudal means is tail yes tail end and then uh, another one is superior and inferior which uh, we might have mentioned before but the other idea is superior just means above uh, and inferior means below uh, and so uh, it's often uh, referred to within like certain brain regions like there's the superior and the inferior colliculus uh, which are two brain regions where one is right above the other. There's also ipsilateral and contralateral, but I guess that would be more... Ipsy and contra. Ipsy would be same, like same side, and contra would be opposite. So like if a part of your right brain sends a message down to your left body, left side of your body, then that's it's contralateral, and ipsilateral is when messages are sent down the same side. Yes. Why don't you tell us a couple of regions of the brain that are named after these like directionality jargon words? Yeah, so I gave an example of superior and inferior. Um, but another one is like uh, dorsolateral prefrontal cortex. Um, so it is the dorsal and lateral side. So the sort of the, the, the top and to the side of the prefrontal cortex, which is the very front of the frontal cortex. So it's like the top side front part of your cortex. <laughs> I would describe it like if you could describe, if you could imagine yourself with horns, that's where the horns would be, grow- be growing out of. Yeah, that's precisely. Your dorsolateral <laughs> prefrontal cortex. <laughs> Anybody studying is probably like, well. Um, <laughs> like why I'm just gonna remember that the uh i don't know horns yeah right that has nothing to do with horns I forgot to say anterior and posterior mm. anterior toward the front posterior toward the back it's basically like rostral and caudal um, basically like rostral and caudal yeah anterior and rostral are very similar and posterior and caudal are very similar and you'll see them used kind of interchangeably yeah definitely yeah, and then I think the last important thing, really, that's in the brain, if you don't already know, is the ventricles. Yeah, so the ventricles are just, like, these, like, if you've ever seen, like, a brain scan, there's, like, these two giant holes <laughs> that you see sort of in the middle of the brain. Um, and so those are the, the main ventricles. 
um, and they're just filled with a bunch of uh, fluid or juice uh, called cerebrospinal fluid. Yeah, and it's abbreviated CSF, and it's just this clear fluid. It's not even bloody or anything. Isn't that weird? Yeah. There's no blood in it. Yeah, it's mostly water and just has a bunch of other molecules in it that are important for brain function. And has a lot to do with, I think, our immune system in the brain. Yeah, and cleaning things out. From, yes, the the glia. Yeah, and also keeps our brain buoyant, keeps it in place, and uh, keeps it from... uh, preventing damage on impact like if you for example get in a car accident and your brain goes forward it lessens the impact of the brain just sort of bouncing around in the skull yeah so it's actually crazy that our brain is suspended in fluid and it's not actually touching anything inside of our heads yeah it's just kind of floating in there it's just floating in there but that's what a concussion is yeah when your brain hits the wall of the skull Mm mm-hmm Oh, um, there's a lot going on with the ventricles, actually. And there's a lot of other stuff, too, like the cranial nerves, for instance, that we didn't talk about that we should in a whole other episode. But there's just a lot going on there, and it's impossible to, to like summarize the brain in 15 minutes. However, this is a nice little like power episode if you wanted to learn a couple quick facts about the brain and neuroscience. And how to kind of start talking like a neuroscientist. <laughs> talking like neuroscientist. Yeah, like speak, knowing the words that they use. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the, this sort of terminology is pretty standard in most anatomy situations. Yeah, that's true. Makes anatomy a lot more interesting, and you can actually follow it a lot more easy. Anyway, that's about it. Thanks for, thanks for coming. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm Jeff. I'm Paul. Thanks for listening to our first episode of Brainy, Brainy Bits. Bits. Let us know what you think. Thanks. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>